Houston, Texas, uh, before we get started with the episode, Rodney, did you have anything you wanted to say? Um, my my girlfriend, okay. soon to be possibly fiance. Okay. Uh, she's opening up a health and wellness clinic. Okay. It was open tomorrow. Okay. So uh, I'm excited about that. Okay. You know, so um, it's out here on the north side. So uh, details will be posted on my social media at Extreme Fitness Unlimited. For sure. And uh, hope you guys can come out and support at okay. any point. Okay. Um, uh, to my niece, Khalees Farmer, happy birthday today. Is your birthday today being July the 7th, 2019 is your birthday. So happy birthday to you, baby. I love you. Um, let's get into the episode. Let's go. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, Everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, No idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie Jigga Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my body. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 20 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. My name is John Ross Dyke, and before we get started with the episode, I'd like to introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at uh, John Ross Dyke, and still underscore visionary. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, visit, uh, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Rodney. What's up, my dude? What's going on, baby? Not much, man. <laughs> about time, about time, time we had this. Coming, yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good, man. Go ahead, and, go ahead and give them your social media handles, man, so we can uh, we can get with it. All right. Uh, Extreme Fitness Unlimited. That's okay. with an X. Okay. Uh, you can follow us on Extreme Fitness Unlimited. You can... Um, you know, check out the website, same, uh, same thing, Extreme Fitness Unlimited with an X, ExtremeFitnessUnlimited.com. You know, I want to start the episode off by saying this, man, uh, this is the first time I've been to your establishment and I am thoroughly, thoroughly impressed, man. I think that this looks like a place, uh, it looks like the big boys. You look like you look like a, a 24-hour fitness. You look like a, a LA <laughs> fitness. This place, I'm I'm serious. You got the basketball goal in here, so I know y'all play pickup a couple a of times bit. after after y'all get done working out, man. How are you, man? Man, I'm good. Like I said, I'm blessed, bro. Okay. The Lord has really been working in my favor, man. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Talk. I mean, 
I guess where I want to start off with this with this uh, conversation, man, is, you know, everybody's doing the fitness now. Yeah. Okay. Whether people are doing it pro- professionally or personally, uh, is it a lifestyle or a fad to you? It is most definitely a lifestyle for myself. Okay. Hands down. Okay. Okay. When we, it's a touchy, touchy conversation with me. Uh, when we talk about fitness, because it's okay. such, I'm, I'm I'm so passionate about it. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, like almost like a tear about to come to my eye. Yeah, because I hate to see, uh, people take this, this fitness yeah. thing or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and play around with it. Yeah, do it just for money mm-hmm. or just do it for uh, easy opportunity for sex. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or giving out wrong information without educating yourself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I got my bachelor's in exercise science. Okay. You okay. See, that's where it started. Okay. And then I got my other education through experience and certifications. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, okay. So, uh, so, um, we go back. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, we went to high school, the book, the high school book. We went to Booker T Washington high school and the high school for engineering professions class of 2003. Oh, really? When you graduated from there, where did you go right after you graduated from high school? Um, when I graduated Booker T, I actually went to North Dakota, okay. uh, University of Mary. Okay. It's, uh, it's actually Bismarck. It's in Bismarck, North Dakota, which is the capital of North Dakota. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that until I actually got there. <laughs> you know, uh, I went there because Coach McKinney okay. actually graduated from up there as well, okay. and he knew the head coach. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I ended up going up there. Okay. So my, I guess my my um, the reason why I asked that question is how much do you feel fitness uh became your path after playing college football? Um, you know, I, I was always about fitness. Okay. Didn't know much about it. Okay. I just knew how to work hard. Okay. Okay. Um, When I went into college, I was undecided like an average college student going into college. And it wasn't until after my freshman year uh, when I decided, you know what? I want to be a trainer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, I went in wanting to be a pharmacist. Okay. Um, I changed my mindset after I looked at the longevity of that. Yeah, that you program. Know, the school, I, I <laughs> like, man, I ain't trying to be in school that long, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, things that, that happened started happening naturally um, with the courses, the practical practical courses, and things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Like having to have to instruct a class, be in front of a class, it was happening naturally. Yeah. So I really feel like this was my calling, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Okay. So, you know, first of all, we were talking um, off off the podcast, man, and you said that everything you see on social media is is how it is here. And I, before you said that, I wanted to say, man, you know, I look at your social media pictures, man, and I know it's a it's a photographer in here, but I know that sometimes when people take pictures and they get the raw images, they touch them up a little bit. But I want to compliment you because when I look at your social media uh, pictures, I don't see any kind of like uplifting of the picture you know how you might enhance it a little bit to make it shiny talk Mm -hmm. about why it is that you feel it's important to um display exactly what's going on in here because you get some great action shots action shots of yourself action shots of everybody else man so talk about how how the imagery of um what you put on social media has to be exactly how it is in here for you 
Uh, first off, uh, big ups to my photographer, Primetime3000 okay. on Instagram, yeah, big man. shouts to him. <laughs> One of the coldest photographers in Houston, hands down. You're going to have to, we're going to yeah. have to have a fist fight before you convince me that somebody colder than my mans, man. Yeah, yeah. But it was a blessing how he came to me and when he came to me, man. For sure. And, um, you know, now I got him on payroll. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a blessing that he yeah. stuck beside me and he understood my vision just enough to stick around until my gym became and i'm not saying i got the best gym in houston or anything like that but until my gym became what it is today yeah. you know but um we sat down and talked and i told him what i was looking for mm -hmm. and he understood it and he gave me just that i wanted uh, a potential member yeah. or somebody that's not even a member is just looking at my social media to see reality yeah. because so many people are painting this fake picture out here. Yeah. I want people to see, even if that you choose a year from now, Hey, I'm going to extreme fitness unlimited. Now you've been looking at all those pictures. Once you step foot in my gym, I want you to be able to say, man, this is what I really been looking at, yeah. you know, over yeah. the course of a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It is reality. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, the action shots. Mm -hmm. Pictures of me. I'm not standing there posing for my camera guy. Mm -hmm. He's just catching us in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I tell my trainers, you know, in the meetings, like, if the camera guy or if I had 10 cameras in the room, mm -hmm. they should always catch you motivating, mm -hmm. coaching, mm -hmm. inspiring, mm -hmm. teaching, correcting. Mm -hmm. Those that those are the captions that I need. Mm -hmm. And if a walk-in was to walk in, they should catch us doing the same thing. Not mm -hmm. on our phones, not standing off, not paying attention to our clientele. Mm -hmm. You should catch us in action. Dog, I hear boss talk. I hear boss talk, man. And you know, this is let me say, let me say this. Because you're not, you don't have a chain yet. I consider you top dog because man. of this. Just walking into this establishment, <laughs> I said, you know what, man? For, because for so long, my brother, like I used to tell my brother, I was like, man, I'm going to just go get a membership. And he'd be like, for what? You can do it yourself. Right. Do you think it's easy to motivate yourself to work out? Or do you think that having a little push helps out? I'm going to be realistic. Like, it, it comes those days where... I need motivation. Yeah. You know what I mean? After yeah. running a business first. Yeah. And, you know, trying to find time to work out for yourself. Sometimes I, I lack motivation. Yeah. So there are days where I jump in with a class and I push myself to even do that. Yeah. Because I be so tired. Yeah. So to say you're gonna consistently train yourself to every day. It's, it's very unrealistic yeah. because, number one, you need motivation. Yeah. Number two, you need some idea on program designing, mm -hmm. which is the hardest part about being a trainer. Mm -hmm. Most of these trainers out here, probably, um, excuse me, no probably not skilled in program designing. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the most tactical parts about being a, a, a fitness coach. Okay, Anybody can jump on YouTube and, and say, I want to do this here, so I'm going to write this down, et cetera, et cetera. But you will find yourself running to a dead end because you're not gonna know how to go beyond that. So yeah. once you once you find yourself getting to this goal, mm -hmm. the point is, how do I get to the next goal? How do I write a program that allows me to go a level up mm -hmm. from what this got me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't. Look, I'm because I'm, I'm telling you, man. You know. <laughs> 
as I look around, man, I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, because I remember one time I was looking at uh, Kizzy's uh, Instagram and I saw her hitting one of them tires back there, man. Yeah, yeah. That's but I just him. I just look around and I'm just like, you know, I'm. It's, it, and I don't want you to think, okay, well, he probably didn't think it was, I was capable. I want you to understand how I am inspired by this. Even even looking at your your establishment right now, I have told myself right now I'm telling myself you can't say um a lot on this episode. Uh, you talking you talking to a, a top dog here. You know what I'm saying? This this guy got you got weight balls all over. You got the treadmills and you got the stairs. Dog, okay, what's the first okay, you said it was a lifestyle, right? Yes, sir. And in this being a lifestyle, what is the first thing you gave up to be able to do this? Food. Time. Friends. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. 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 I harken back to uh, a conversation I had on episode two uh, of my podcast where my man said, you know, it was time to stop dreaming. He had written it down so much. He had thought about it so much, talked about it so much, and it was time to start the process of mm -hmm. um how do you go from um talking about and tra um, doing training in school to starting to to giving out your first card and saying hey this is what i do what was the first thing that you did outside of giving time like to become extreme fitness unlimited what was the first thing you did well that's definitely a story in itself go ahead let's talk about it let's talk about that man let's <laughs> talk about that go ahead all right so when i first started off i was at fitness connection okay okay straight out of college got a job with fitness connection okay worked a couple years there economy okay. went bad okay uh that was 2009 and um a lot of people kind of stopped coming to the gym because yeah. money got really tight yeah so i found myself bouncing around bouncing around in the gym sleeping in my car yeah. doing whatever it takes to make ends meet at that time and um Kind of fast forward, uh, I was asked to go out to Cinco Ranch and train some athletes by um, someone who knew that I had that experience. Mm -hmm. So I went out there and I'm like, man, you know what? I thought the grass was green out there. I'm going to go out here and train these athletes. They got a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I was running into the same problem because football season is off. You're making a decent amount of money. Football season is in. You're like, where's the money? Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, volleyball players, baseball players, um, you know, I run a little mini camps and stuff like that, but it wasn't enough to live off of, right? Mm -hmm. So then um, ran into a guy who just so happened, and this is me making a long story short, mm -hmm. was a regional manager for Precision Drilling. Yeah. And uh, prior to that, I was just having a conversation with his son mm -hmm. who, saw, who, who was getting ready to go to a Peyton Manning camp and they needed a trainer so yeah. i was training them you know on footwork agility and you know speed and um he go bragging to his dad about how good i was yeah and uh his dad was like man i want to meet this guy yeah and dad come in and you know it was, probably was like the third day he was like well i heard you was talking to, to steve and steve was his son and uh, I heard you was looking for a job in the oil field. And, yeah, I said, yes, sir. You know, I wasn't expecting him to go back and tell his dad or anything like yeah. that. And uh, basically what he said was, hey, I tell you what, do you have a degree? Like, yes, I do. Yeah. say, do you have any experience? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't got no experience. Well, we ain't going to worry about that. I tell you what, after the session, uh, I get your email address. 
no, I give you my email address. You give me your resume, and uh, we'll get you on. Long story short, man, I was working in the oil field less, less than a month and a half later, man, making six figures, man. Didn't even have to start from the bottom. That's how yeah. blessed it was, man. Yeah. And um, over the course of four years, I'm like, I started regaining the passion. And I didn't talk about that early on where I started to lose the passion for fitness, like yeah. real talk, because yeah. I wasn't making money. Yeah. I wasn't making enough to live off of. Even though my heart was there to, to help people, I was starting to lose the passion because my finances wasn't right. Mm. So mm. over the course of four years in the oil field, making this type of money, a Walmart, the nearest Walmart was probably 10 miles away. Mm. You know, I go to Walmart to get my groceries, but I'm buying a piece of fitness equipment, right? Mm. So this passion that was a gift and I didn't know what that felt like until I'm sitting at the rig mm. training myself and training other people who wanted to train with me. Yeah. Cause I'm out there for every bit of 90 days. Yeah. I'm like, man, a part of me wanted to get out because in 2012, the economy started to get back on the uprise. Training started to, to, pick, to, to pick back up. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to leave this money. But I want to go train. Mm. You know what I mean? So I started posting. That's when Instagram started being popular. Mm. I started posting mm. videos of me working out and stuff like that. And uh, if you go all the way down on my Instagram <laughs> to the very bottom, <laughs> oh, uh, you'll see me running on a hill, man, because yeah. I, I, I captured that moment. But a big part of me did not want to leave because of the type of money I was making, that yeah. security, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But God said, you know what, it's time. Yeah. 2015, got laid off, mm. uh, all went back down. And um, I'll say I got laid out February 2015. By June, I was working on an establishment with um, quote unquote a business partner. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't work yeah. out yeah. Uh, yeah. that long, yeah. but uh, it, it wasn't my vision wasn't his vision yeah you know what i mean and um since that day man when i gave up friends when i gave up going out when i gave up sleep um that's when things started to take off for me man and i tell you what when i used to work downtown because i skipped this one i used to work downtown at the houstonian light and i used to have to be at that gym at five o'clock in the morning were traveling downtown, mm -hmm. I would get downtown and I would look at those tall buildings and I would see how many lights was on. Now, mind you, I got to be there at five. So all these attorneys, accountants, CEOs, et cetera, their lights was on. Their lights was on. And I thought to myself, there's a reason why these people are so successful. Mm. They don't wake up at nine, 10 o'clock in the, in the morning. They wake up at Three, Three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They in the office getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I stayed by Shipley's. Shipley's is very, very successful. A lot mm -hmm. of people franchising Shipley's. If I was up before Shipley's was, was open, because they opened up at five, mm -hmm. I was happy. I thought I was doing something. Yeah. You know, and I look at, and I, I remember, because I used to start, taking my first client at nine o'clock that was in 2015 yeah and it wasn't until 2016 when i woke up and i took on this gym by myself and i said you know what scratch that man if i want to be successful i need to be up when those people downtown is up for sure you know those ceos 
For sure. Those big time attorneys. Yeah. I need to be up before Shipley's open up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If I if I want to be as successful as these people, this is something that I need to do. Yeah. I'll be dead tired at the end of the day, but it paid dividends. You know, let me go to this. Uh, what song is on your mind right now? Song. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, right now. Right now, right hustle now. Hustle and motivate. Okay. Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do three. I'm gonna do Thinking from uh, Demaria. Demaria. She's a local artist here. I'm gonna do uh, Success. Jay Z and Nas. Okay. And then I'm gonna do Summertime in the City. Zero and Slim. Okay. I'm gonna do those three. Okay. okay. Um, so I come to you right from you know i've been watching you from a distance you know a lot of people are scared to make that initial move to Mm -hmm. start start that fitness Mm -hmm. journey but i've been watching you on instagram because some one of my friends and i'm this is a uh uh scenario one of my friends says hey if you're ready to get in shape i know the perfect guy for you he's on the north side somewhere uh uh black brother dark-skinned brother but he's been he's you should if you look at his instagram you'll see that he'd be really about what he's saying so I come to you and I'm like, hey, man, I'm trying to get into shape. What's the first thing you're going to tell me that I need to do? As a, The reason why I'm pausing, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to get your mind prepared first. For what? For what? For what? Mind prepared for what? Everything we do in life is mental. It starts mm-hmm. with the mind. Mm-hmm. Though you think it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So many people can get excited about something new until it it levels out, right? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes merely just, oh, I did it. I'm done. Okay. If your mind isn't right. Yeah. You won't wake up every day, go through a long day, and get here like you need to. You won't wake up at four something in the morning and get here for my five o'clock class Mm. consistently. Mm. Okay. You're gonna find yourself making excuses. Okay. Because you did not program your mind. Okay. Like I say, everything starts with the mind. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. So I'm, 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 I'm here with you. You good. So <laughs> my, my, my first advice would be sit down and ask yourself, is this something that I really want to do? Am I really ready for this? Mm. Or is this something I want to do because it's a fad? Okay. Okay. Lifestyle of fad. Okay. 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 That's a, that's a, that's a great point. Okay. So dog, uh, where did you get the name Extreme Fitness Unlimited from? Where did oh, you get that man. name from? Good question. All right. You break it down. Uh, this, this, this goes back to, to Booker T. Washington, man. Okay. okay. Even as a captain of the football team at that time, yeah. everything we do or everything we did, we always went hard at it. Okay. So my definition of going hard is to the extreme. Okay. All right? Okay. The services I provide is unlimited. Okay. And what I service is fitness. Okay. Extreme okay. Fitness Unlimited. It's perfect. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. I like that. I like that. 
Dog, okay, so today is July the 7th, 2019, and we have 100, I believe. We have 100 and, give me one second to fact check that. We got 177 days left in the year. What do you what do you hope to attain in those 177 days? Um I'm always I'm always staying busy, man. So that that question there's not one thing that I plan to to have solidified by the end of the year. I have several different projects that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Uh throwing my first annual Christmas party okay. in December. Uh, just launched uh, a new clothing line uh, okay. for the business. Okay. Um, uh, man, I'm trying to collab with other trainers, like a roundtable sort of deal. Yeah. Because I want to be able to bring trainers together like doctors mm-hmm. talk amongst mm-hmm. each other yeah. versus hating yeah. on each other. Um, man. Now, if you ask me what do I have planned for the next two years, we're talking about expansion. Okay. That question I asked you in a few minutes. I'll ask you gotcha. in a few minutes. Okay. So, uh, like I said, um, this is the hottest podcast in the city of Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, and it's an affirmation that I came up with because I, you need to start speaking affirmations yes, Definitely. to to be able to see where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd like you to tell us the story. You, you were, I was watching your Instagram and you were talking about your grandmother mm-hmm. and uh, how she was putting salt on the watermelon. Mm-hmm. L- l- let me hear that story because, I mean, you told that story on another platform, but hey, this is the first time you're on this platform, so I'd love to hear the story in right. full. Because you Instagram doesn't give us the opportunity to see the length right. in which you're talking about a right. certain subject. So I just want to hear that story. What was that story all about? So I grew up in Studiwood with okay. my grandmother. Okay. And uh, I, I definitely, definitely say that my grandmother made me the man that I am now. Okay. She used to make me go out into the back, pick up a yard full of pecans. So mm-hmm. I three buckets mm-hmm. worth of pecans. That's hard work for a little guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pick up plums off the back of the tree. Yeah. So I used to have to climb the tree. Yeah. That's hard work for a little guy. Yeah. Cut the grass front and back, yeah. trim. That's hard work for a little guy. Yeah. We're talking elementary, middle school. Yeah. She used to have me ironing her blouses and her clothes when I was in elementary. Yeah. That's hard work for, for a little, little guy. guy. <laughs> and... My grandmother showed me how to grocery shop. Mm-hmm. That's hard work for a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She the one who taught me how to pick watermelons. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, me and my grandmother, we used to uh, sit on the front porch and um, uh, eat watermelon. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite thing to do. I ain't going to lie to you, man. Mm-hmm. Still today, people say watermelon disgusting. I'm like, how is watermelon disgusting? Mm-hmm. It tastes like flavored water, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, my grandmother always, even though the watermelon was sweet to me, she would always find a way to put salt on a watermelon. Mm-hmm. And as a little guy, I ain't thinking much of it. It made it taste that much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so through my course of, of fitness, I think back to those times. Mm-hmm. And um, I say all the time, 
to myself, man, if you would have had sense enough to say, grandmother, let's walk around the block. Let's do X, Y, and Z. I think it would have added more years to her life, or I mm. wish I would have had the education to tell her, grandmother, we don't need this salt today. Mm. We don't need this salt on the watermelon. Watermelon already sweet. Mm-hmm. But amongst other things, I think that is something that really took toll on her because this was every summer we did this. Yeah. Every summer. You can count probably 10 years plus. Yeah. You know? Um and then I just seen how her health just start to trample, man. Yeah. Uh, from dementia to, like, it was it was scary. My auntie came to me one day. Come on, auntie, stay with my mom, with my grandmother, and she was like, uh, "Mama Ruby, which is her name, uh, says she seen you on TV today. Like that's that's my grandbaby." Yeah. I was like, "Oh wow," she say. She was just sitting up there calling your name. That's that's they used to call me Vamp. That's yeah. Vamp. Yeah. That's Vamp. Yeah. That's my grandbaby. Yeah. And after that, man, things just started getting worse and worse, man. And and my grandmother bought my suits to prom. My grandmother used to when my mom couldn't, you know, parent teacher conference. Uh, when I was getting trophies for you know athletic events. My grandmother was always there, man, mm-hmm. and that was one person I really could count on. So it really hit home with me when she passed, and I, and I think about all the time, all the bad food that she used to eat, all the salt that she used to consume that she did not need to, and it it, it plays a factor in the black society mm-hmm. because it wasn't just her; it was my uncles, it was my aunties, and I just seen how it just really took their life away, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First, it started with prescription, and you know, as we know, prescription ain't it's just a temporary fix. Mm. You know, it's a money scheme. Yeah, um, and it just it just took away, man. Yeah. So, do you believe that fitness can uh, rid us of of certain illnesses? I believe fitness can add longevity to your life. Okay. There, mm-hmm. are, there, are, there are natural remedies that can do what this medicine that can do. Okay. Dr. CB. Okay. He tells you that. Okay. 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 How how often uh do you advise uh somebody walking or running or picking up a weight to curl? How often do you advise somebody doing that? Uh fitness? Yeah. Um if not every day because we live in a we live in a in a world with so much land, so much opportunity. It's what we choose to do with. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to stay in the AC. It's too hot. I think you've been living in Houston all your life. You know it's hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like real talk. You know it's hot. Put on a hat or wet a towel, put it around your neck. Get out there and get involved, man. You know? So yeah. um, me, I recommend somebody at least taking an hour out of a 12, 12 to 24-hour period and dedic- dedicating it to your health. Mm. I would rather s- semi-suffer in this heat than suffer in a hospital. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those needles in your body, people controlling what you do, you yeah. stuck in the bed, that ain't no fun. I'd rather suffer now so I don't have to suffer there. Yeah. Let me ask you this. As a fitness guy, do you, do you own regular clothes? And and the reason why I said I don't want to sound funny. The reason why I said it is it seems like you're always ready to get out there and take a jog. 
run, lift some weights, do some push-ups. Do you own regular clothes as a I, as a fitness guy? I do, I do, I do. Uh, you remember I text you? I was like, yeah. what you going to Say, man, be comfortable, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I do well. I do have regular clothes. Now, I tell you what, man, I got so many jeans that I done bought over the years and, and shirts and shoes that I probably don't wear. I'm talking about from Jordans mm -hmm. to, to Kobe's mm -hmm. and phone mm -hmm. posits mm -hmm. because everything I do is in fitness yeah. and I can't, I can't, I'm not finna work out of my J's or my phone posits yeah. and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. But <laughs> I will say my tights, my shorts, my shirts, they, uh, they, they take up most of my time. Yeah. 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 My wild time. So uh, what 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 I do on the podcast, man, is I like to bring creatives out, man. Um, you know what? I think I'm missing something, man. Let's talk about the business aspect of everything before we wrap this episode up. Okay. So so money is a big deterrent for a lot of things, right? That that having to pay that monthly thing. This is where I want to go first. So this is when I knew that you were prime time. You've always been prime time, right? But there was a post that Brian Jackson put up. Shout out to you, Brian Jackson. He put Brian up. Jackson. What was that process like helping him work through that? I think it said 190 pounds. That's what was that process like? That's Jesus Christ. That was <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a huge drop. It's like what we talked about earlier. Yeah. That mentality. Yeah. A lot of people don't know B. Jackson started training me a while back. Okay. Probably uh a little over a year ago yeah but it was here and far between like yeah. he his mind was not really ready he wanted to do it but yeah. he didn't want to do it yeah right yeah. like i want to do it but i really don't want to do it yeah i'd rather be out with the homies or going home resting or whatever mm -hmm. so he missed a lot of days mm -hmm. but it wasn't until and i can go on with about so many clients but it wasn't until he said his mind and he said, man, I'm ready to change my life, man. I guess somebody had passed mm -hmm. and we're not going to talk too much about that. Yeah. But I guess somebody had passed yeah. and uh, I guess his dad and then it was his cousin. It was yeah. the last straw. He said, man, I need to get I need to get serious. Yeah. And to answer your earlier question, sometimes it takes situations, scenarios, events to happen for someone to program their mind to say you know what this is what i need because i don't want to end up like that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's all that changed was his mentality mm -hmm. and before you know it you start seeing the consistency in his um in his everyday appearance yeah yeah so, in terms of getting here getting here on time and working it was easy for him to do the work yeah. he would come in here he would grind yeah the hardest part was getting here yeah yeah Okay, so the business part of everything, man. So um, new members and everything like that. How do you how do you how do you deter, or how do you change people's mind about investing into, um, let's just say, so twenty four hour uh, LA Fitness? They have a name. Mm -hmm. How do you get? How do you invest people? How do you get people to invest into uh, Extreme Fitness Unlimited? Well, first off. Uh because I have experience in a commercial gym, yeah. I know how much training costs, yeah. right? So we'll start there. Okay. For four sessions, it's $240 a month. Mm -hmm. Four sessions, that's one session a week. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna pay you $400 a 
I mean, two hundred and forty dollars, and it probably went up since since two thousand and nine, just for four sessions. Mm -hmm. When you come see me as your coach, yeah, you with the class, but you all are instructed, and not only are you instructed. You're being motivated by others. You're meeting new friends. You're meeting new people. When you're in a gym by yourself, nine times out of ten, you're not going to approach nobody. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're going in there to try to figure some things out. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're going to get lost. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to find yourself doing the same old thing, the same old routine, and then it's going to become boring to you mm -hmm. because you don't have the the knowledge to change it up. Mm -hmm. So that's where I come in as an instructor. Mm -hmm. So you only pay me, I'm gonna just give you my unlimited package, 150 a month. Mm -hmm. You come as many times you want within the business hours, mm -hmm. which I teach seven to eight classes a day, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not only going to program design for you, so you don't have to think about what I'm gonna do after a long day or first thing in the morning. Nobody wanna think about that trying mm -hmm. to put a workout together. Mm -hmm. It's already designed for you. Yeah. But not only that, now I'm going to coach you and show you how to perform each and every exercise. Yeah. Something that you don't get in a commercial gym. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. to me, an average guy going to the gym, yeah. you know, they're they going to lift <laughs> chest. Everybody want a everybody big chest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ladies, they just want a big booty, so they're going to go to their booty machine. Yeah. Hip abduction, hip adduction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's beyond that? Yeah. I'm going to break down the, sci the science behind the human body to try to really educate you as to why you're doing what you're doing mm -hmm. so it'll make sense when you do it. Yeah. And it's all about, in my opinion, fitness is about living a long and prosperous life. Yeah. Unless you're trying to compete for something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no so uh, what we do on the What's Next podcast, man, is I like to bring creatives out and I like to talk about their journeys and see how they parallel to my journey as a creative. So the last question I ask you, man, is what's next for Rodney? What's next for Rodney the trainer? And what's next for um, Extreme Fitness Unlimited? I like that question. What's next? What's next is purchasing my own land. Okay. This right here, even though it may seem big, mm -hmm. this is a small vision. Yeah. Bringing my reality to life. I want to double in size. So right now we got 3,900 square feet. Okay. I don't need 8,000. If the Lord give me 8,000, I'll take it. But I'm looking at anywhere for about 72, 7,300 square feet mm -hmm. on my own land. Um, and that has to happen by 2021. Okay. 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 So uh, what I like to do on a podcast, man, is as, as uh, you know, a lot of people go and do interviews and they don't get in anything from it. They go and do interviews and they expand the interviewer's audience by bringing their audience in. Mm -hmm. But what I like to do is I like to give this T-shirt. It's a, a token from my company to you as a, a guest on the show. I appreciate you coming out, man. And uh, it's been long overdue, but I'm glad yes, we uh, we got a chance to sit down and rap about uh, your, your your creation and your vision. Definitely, definitely, man. Uh, Houston, Texas, man. I do what I do for myself so I can prove I can do it for others, man. Peace and blessings.
Yo, it feel like 95 Sachi on my body Biggie Jigga puffy All that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies And them valleys, no Pilates More way get you more wet Now that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace Space That Ace of Space get cracked me like Cheers to the money guy The Willie niggas Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude Private party, been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on priceless Audi. This the upper crust, fuck us up. Over and over, over toast. Yes, we did.